1: I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our paper two days ago telling us who we have to take.
0: Utah State linebacker A.J. Vonkechong led his team in tackles and earned an honorable mention bid for the Mountain West in 2020. Now he gears up for next season. And a potential path to the next level. Ryan Roberts spoke with AJ Von Kachung about his path to the NFL and his career so far at Utah State. But before we get to that interview, I need to tell you folks about Bet Online. July is underway and a great month for sports. If you're into sports betting, Bet Online is where you can find it from the NBA and hockey playoffs to baseball's marquee matchups, including prop bets and futures. Bet Online has all of the latest odds, news, and information for all of your online sports betting needs. Visit the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before the next tip off, face off, or pitch, head on over to Bet Online and start playing today. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts.
2: Welcome to this Believe in NFL Draft Prospect Podcast interview edition, bringing you. Interviews with some of the best prospects in all of college football. Of course, it is a Thursday, so you're well aware of that. Turn the page already on the 2021 NFL draft. Feels like it came and it went as, as quick as I, I closed my eyes this morning. So now we're moving into 2022. Potentially, I have a young man that could be in that cycle. He could be in 2023. All I know is I caught a couple glimpses of Utah State defense this past season, and I was – Overwhelmingly impressed, to say the least, and I kind of did my research on this young man. I am inviting AJ Pachon, linebacker from Utah State. AJ, appreciate you, man. Again, I, this is going to be a lot of fun getting the backstory, but I appreciate you taking a little bit of time with me today, man.
1: Yeah, of course. Thank you for having me, man.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. So, AJ, a little quick background. We're going to kind of run this as a little bit of a, a journey so far. So, you're you're, <laughs> you're a Washington guy, eventually. Yes, obviously made the decision. You're going to go play football at Utah state. So talk to me a little bit about, cause I, I went to the high school recruiting stuff. I went to, you know, you were also a, a, a really good baseball player in high school. So talk to me about recruiting and talk to me about why Utah state was the best spot for you.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, I don't, I didn't have too many, you know, looks at a high school, you know, I was kind of uh, coming from a smaller area. Um, and um, really had a, bunched a little bit of FCS officers coming out you know what I'm saying um not too many FBS and um really Utah State was the first FBS offer I had so, and you know they always kind of showed love and so I I only had um them you know Air Force came not well after kind of around the same time and then um I had like Colorado State very towards the end of the recruiting process but um yeah I just who I feel more comfortable with and you know it was just kind of people who I just showed the most love to me, really. So,
2: mm-hmm. And, I mean, I, I've been really impressed with how Utah State has developed prospects. I mean, everyone wants to talk about Jordan Love, but we're talking about the the Vigil brothers at linebacker who have played in the NFL, both of them. Kyler Fackrell, who's a very good football mm-hmm. player coming out of Utah State. For you, outside of, you know, just the tradition and the obviously them showing you love, how wonderful of a place is Utah State and how, how has your experience been there so far in your career?
1: Yeah, no, I love it. You know, I, I think it's been really well for me, you know, as far as my career, you know, I got a lot of opportunities early on, you know, coming in as a freshman, you know, I had to switch positions. I, I originally was defensive end, you know, three-point stance coming out of high school, but um, <clears throat> coming in as a freshman, made the transition, it was super difficult. I'm not even going to lie to you. Um, just learning, you know, s- schemes, you know, route combinations and stuff like that. But, um, you know, <clears throat> through, you know, fall camp and, you know, we we didn't have a spring ball last year before you know, with COVID, but um, kind of just going through the season and learning that as I went, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, I thought it was really well and um, you know, kind of just really happy with what I chose.
2: <clears throat> and AJ, I'm kind of curious. I, I, so I looked you up on, on Google and, and I, I got immediately a, a baseball highlight of you just swinging the bat and doing all that type <laughs> of stuff. Um, was there ever any baseball aspirations at the next level or is it always just kind of been football?
1: No, it was always kind of been football. I, I just always loved football more, you know. I just remember, you know, when I was in baseball season, just missing football. You know, it was just mm-hmm. so just a lot, a lot more slower pace. You know, it was just a whole totally different game. But yeah,
2: yeah. Well, I know. Um, I, I'm very, I'm very, um, well versed in your transition because I actually played uh, when I was in high school. I played. We played a fifty defense. So we played a five two. Mm-hmm. I was like a drop end in the fifty. Right. right. And okay. then when I went to high, high college played at Frostburg state, which is a D three school out and out in Maryland. And we ran a four, two, five defense. So I, I played inside linebacker. I played the will spot yeah. in a four, two, five. So I'm completely understanding of that transition. It's
1: <laughs> difficult. Man. It is super not difficult
2: easy. for you. What was the hardest part of that transition? And what was maybe something that came a little more naturally for you?
1: Yeah. The hardest part of the transition was definitely um, just coverage. You know, and I, I think that's still something that I need to work on. Um, it's still learning. And that's, big focal point for me this off season, just, uh, you know, getting in the film room, just understanding, you know, how to play zones and just kind of, you know, close, you know, throwing windows and whatnot. Um, <clears throat> and what came easier was kind of just the run, you know what I'm saying? It still was, wasn't the easiest to, you know, see pullers immediately. You know what I'm saying? Read yeah. keys, you know, just kind of see the whole picture rather than seeing, you know, just staring at one thing, you know what I'm saying? But, um, you know, I think as time went on that, that got easier, but you know what I'm saying? I'm still, have a long ways to go, and um, I'm just gonna continue to work.
2: Thank God for guards, man. They take you to every place. You know? <laughs> exactly. You, well, um, exactly. Yeah, man, It's it's definitely a tough transition. That was the same thing for me too. Is you know, I, I always saw red, right? So like after my trigger mm-hmm. step, I'm coming downhill. Like I don't want to redirect exactly. and go and get back into my zone coverage. Like I don't want to do that. For exactly. you, one thing that I was impressed with is like. You can obviously see the defensive end background because the first game I saw of you was in Nevada when you had that safety mm-hmm. on Carson Strong, right? And then you can kind yep. of just see you have just an understanding of space when you're a rusher, you just kind of have that feel to you. Mm-hmm what has been the biggest improvement now in your game? You mentioned, you know, you still need to improve the, the, the ability for, you know, after post trigger, get back into my zone, all that type yeah. of stuff from a physical development perspective, though. Like, what do you feel has been kind of the biggest improvement in you over the last couple of years?
1: Yeah. I mean, just kind of working my lateral, you know, lateral quickness, just changing directions type of stuff. You know, I think, um, coming in my first year as a linebacker, you know, that's something you, you do quite a, Quite often, you know what I'm saying, just redirecting, change direction instead of just rushing the passer or, you know, setting an edge type stuff. But uh, no, yeah, I think that's the biggest thing I've tried to focus on. Um, Not only that, but just just strength and overall strength, you know, just um, being able to be just the best athlete I can be on the field.
2: And obviously this past season, I know it was a little dysfunctional for a lot of conferences. Talk to me a little bit about covid the impact on you, the impact on your team, and, and how you feel like you were able to navigate it to the best of your ability.
1: <clears throat> yeah, no, that that was actually a really tough season. I actually had COVID right before the season. Oh, no. Um, yeah, no, it was tough, so I, I ended up losing quite a bit away. I went from, like, two 2.30-ish 2 to, like, 2.15, 2.18. So it was quite a, quite a struggle, and so it, it was just – the hard part just came uh, after, after the fact, you know, just trying to get back into the transition and trying to eat and everything just ramped up really quickly. Cause we weren't supposed to have a season originally. Right. And so we were kind of, we were kind of just doing walkthroughs uh, basic helmet stuff. Um, So nothing, nothing crazy. And then all of a sudden, boom, you know, we had to ramp up and practices and, you know, I was still trying to get get my way back and, you know, just learn the defense as fast as possible. But um, <clears throat> I think, I think it was, it was good, you know, for me at least, you know, but <clears throat> I think it was difficult just having to not know who's going to be on the field that week, just mm-hmm. losing everybody, losing, losing, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, the, the backups guy, you know what I'm saying? have to be ready. You know what I'm saying? So it, it can, it could be anyone on the field at all times, basically. And we actually had very few coaches one week. Uh, basically our whole offensive staff had been out. We had like couple of GAs and then maybe like one offensive coach on the, on the staff, but on the field really. So that was kind of tough, but you know, I think it was, it was good to navigate through. And it was obviously not the season we wanted, you know, um, sure. record wise, you know, but I mean, there was a bunch of things coming into play, you know, COVID and just lack of practices and kind of just dis- dysfunctionality throughout the whole season. But, you know, I think the guys who are coming back for this season, you know, really, um, really understand what it takes, you know, because we don't want to repeat that same, that same thing. And, you know, with the new staff, we had a whole new staff. And <clears throat> I think there's a lot better sense of urgency than, you know, what we had last year.
2: Yeah. And you mentioned obviously the coaching change. Uh, how has spring ball been with just the atmosphere around the team and, and how awesome has it been to just be back to what is, it's not fully there, but it's definitely a little more normal, obviously now.
1: Yeah. No, I think it's not a day for me, you know, I, this is going to be my third, third year, you know, and I think it's completely different from the first two years that I've been there, you know, just the attention to the detail these coaches bring and, you know, just <clears> this, <throat> they're, they're, it just seems like they really, really want to be here and just uh, get better, you know what I'm saying? And I can tell just from the 15 practices we had, you know, I, I can, I can just already tell it's going to be a different season.
2: Mm-hmm. And obviously a phenomenal season for you. Um, if you, if you didn't tell me that you were originally a defensive end recruit, I would not have believed you because we're talking about 50 <laughs> tackles in only six games, three and a half times for loss three sacks and a, and a honorable mention all mountain West selection. So obviously a very, you know, very well accomplished season mm-hmm. in your first full year. How, how, um, what, how, what does that season do for you, AJ? Cause you talked about the truck transition how much confidence does that give to you know that like I can do this now I see things better. My keys are better. My eyes are good. Like just knowing that you're getting more comfortable to the position.
1: Yeah, no, that, that was huge for me. Um, Just really being my first kind of time where I was really comfortable in the, you know, in college football, you know, I remember my freshman year being thrown out there, everything's going a hundred miles an hour, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, I finally was able to just settle in, you know, I mean, most of the time, you know, I mean, some of the times, you know, it wasn't, you know, a hundred percent, you know, I'm still working on a couple of things coverage wise, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, I think for the most part, you know, I was able to finally just calm down and just understand what's going on rather than just panicking, you know what I'm saying? False steps and all that, you know what I'm saying? But sure. I think it's good. You know, I'm, there's a lot that I need to learn from, from that film. And, uh, you know, that's exactly what I'm doing. It's spring, you know, coming to fall camp and just kind of throughout the whole off season. But, no, I'm really excited, um, you know what I'm saying, especially just working on the little things that really just elevate my game.
2: And I'm I'm curious about this next question because I always like to ask guys about, you know, players that they emulate to a degree. So I am in a similar position, again, with that transition that you made. Like when I grew up, it was like I love Jared Allen, defensive end. Mm-hmm. that used to play with the Minnesota Vikings, Kansas City, yeah. phenomenal football player because I played it. You know, I, I wanted yeah. to rush the pass for every play. Then as I got, kind of got acclimated to the position, my guy was Luke Kuechly. Like that was the guy that I just wanted to watch all the time for you. Who are some guys could be past present that you, maybe you watch a ton to try to improve your game.
1: Yeah, no, I used to watch a lot of pass rushers just coming up, you know, always, you know, I, I was a pass rusher in defense event. So, I mean, I used to watch Vaughn Miller, Khalil Mack, you know, those type of guys. And then, you know, as this transition, <clears throat> I still try to watch pass rushers because I, you know, I, I think uh pass rushing is still, a strength of my game that I can, you know, kind of separate myself from different guys. But um as far as the inside linebacker position, you know, I watch Luke Keekley and mm-hmm. I think there's a lot I can take from him just, just from a film standpoint, you know what I'm sure. saying? I think there's there's a lot that I can learn from just how to watch film, just how to break down formations and whatnot. And <clears throat> that's probably the biggest thing that I'm working on right now. But um, you know, Luke Keekley, yeah, I like to watch um Fred Warner, um, <clears throat> Bobby Wagner. Just guys like that, basically.
2: Gotcha. And then now we, we talked about, you know, the, the atmosphere around the team. For next season, being your junior year, you now being one of the leaders of the football team, what are some goals that you have? What are some goals that the team has? Like what would make it an ideal season for you?
1: Yeah, no, a goal for me would basically just be more of a leader. You know, last year I wasn't the most vocal individual. You know, I kind of just kind of try, try to lead by example. But as far as me, I just try to lead more vocally. Um, just try to. <clears throat> for the younger guys just try to have be someone that they can look up to and always um, doing the right thing. And as far as the defense, you know, just be able to help guys out, you know, not just worry about my, my job and, you know, what I'm saying making the calls, but uh, let, you know, let the D line know help them out or let my secondary know what's coming based off, you know, formations and whatnot, mm-hmm. just be- basically better, be a better teammate on the field.
2: Absolutely. And kind of the last thing I want to end you with AJ, like I said, I, I don't know if it's going to be next, next draft cycle. I don't know if it's going to be the draft cycle afterwards, but obviously I'm a guy that thinks that you have the ability to play professional football, play football on the next mm-hmm. level. Thinking about that for a second, just thinking about you might have that chance to be a professional play in the NFL. How long has that been a dream and just what type of blessing would that be when that finally comes?
1: No. Yeah. It's always been a dream, man. You know, I just, just growing up, obviously, you know, and even through high school, you know, I always kind of had that chip on my shoulder. Cause I felt like, you know, I didn't really get the attention I deserved, you know, coming out of high school. you know, but I'm very blessed to, you know, have the opportunity that I have now just being at Utah State and um, kind of the opportunities I had early on. But, you know, just working with that, you know, just making the most of it and um, just working every day, trying to better myself. And, you know, just um, basically just trusting the process. You know what I'm saying? But it would be uh, an absolute blessing to um, be able to get the opportunity.
2: AJ, I I forgot I wanted to ask you one other thing. I saw that you're a mechanical engineering major. Hey, that that is got to be I mean cuz like okay, I play D3 football which is a lot less intense than playing Division 1 obviously, right? I was a education major and for me like I felt like I was just always busy. I couldn't stop. Mm. You have to be a madman to want to be an engineer and to play football. It's got to be a grind, man. It's got to be.
1: I'm not going to lie. So, I actually recently just changed it, but okay. so I, I'll, I'll walk you through it basically um, you know, I've always been really, really good with math and stuff. Like that's kind of just been my, my thing and that's come naturally. Yeah. And so I, I've always could do it, you know, um, just these first few years were, um, they were tough. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, just basically from, uh, not from a load standpoint, just from a time standpoint. Um, it was just really, really tough to balance both. And if I wanted to be good in like, let's say like mechanical engineering, I just want to get good grades. Like it would, it would sacrifice time to being good on like you know, film and like just bettering myself on the field. And that was kind of a thing. I just kind of struggled with for a, for a minute, you know, just deciding between the two. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I just wanted to, you know, put everything I had into, you know, football and stuff. And uh, I ended up changing to international business, which, you know. Gotcha. Yeah.
2: Gotcha. I had to ask, man, because that is an intense thing. I had a friend that was chemical engineering, and he was like, like, he didn't sleep. I was like, when do you sleep? No, so. I was.
1: No time like as soon as football is done, I'm right into homework and then sleep and then no time to do anything else. Like everyone else is doing everything else, but you know, yeah. I'm in there just grinding away just on the you know, textbooks and stuff.
2: <laughs> well I'm sure the new coach staff is very happy that they're gonna have AJ Von Puchan. Full time here as a linebacker, a little more free time <laughs> yeah, from right. from the workload. Obviously, AJ, appreciate you, a man again, and taking a little bit of time here. This was awesome. It's always nice to be able to you know read the backstories and everything, but be able to just talk to you firsthand. This was fantastic stuff, man. Appreciate
1: it, yes, sir. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate you just you know taking the time off your day and uh, just meeting with me.